Hey everyone, today we're going to be talking about learning gears. So Swix, can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Uh, there are four ways in which I think people can learn in public. Uh, and I think the reason I even have this concept at all is because when people start to learn in public, they there's this wide range of like practitioners from like people just getting started with their first blog posts and all the way to people who kind of like do it for a living. And I wanted to like identify different behaviors and, and make it okay that all these are, are recognizable behaviors. Um, so the, the analogy is for people who are kind of like exploring a terrain, kind of like digging for gold. There are four gears. So there, one is explorer, then you have settler, then you have connector, and then you have miner. So we can kind of go into each of those uh, in, in detail, but does that make sense? Yeah, I love those names. Let's start with the explorer. <laughs> in, in the explorer gear, you, you kind of don't know what you don't know. And so you're, you're really just kind of like going far, a, a mile wide and an inch deep is kind of what I, what I call it. And just kind of randomly exploring just to see like what the terrain looks like. When you learn in public, you're, you're kind of just taking notes to self. I think Twitter is just very good for this because uh, there's no expectation that you're, that you're tweeting about a, a particular topic. You can just uh, tweet as you go along. It's very episodic. So you're not committing to some sort of schedule and there's low public commitment. You haven't promised anyone uh, that you're going to be producing something. You're, you're literally just like indulging your curiosity, um, looking for serendipity, that kind of thing. I think what, what I'm trying to do with this is, is just to try to make it okay to do that. Like you don't have to embark on this magic, uh, you know, 10 year grand mission to, <laughs> to make yourself into some kind of expert. Sometimes it's okay to just explore without any goal in mind. Uh, I think that's perfectly fine. So how would you relate the explorer back to coding? It's just seeing whatever comes across that looks interesting. Like if you saw something cool on YouTube, just follow that path and see where it leads. You hear some launch of like a new framework or a new language and you just go try it out. It's literally like you don't know what you don't know. So it's it's a very hard thing to try to target because literally, you know, in terms of kind of relating back to one of our episodes on creating luck, the way that sometimes the way that you create luck is you just do stuff. And then sometimes just things just fall out and, and, and you discover something that you would not have found otherwise. Um, and so I think, I think I just want to normalize this idea that uh, you can do things without a goal in mind. And sometimes that's okay. <laughs> uh, I think there are there's some people who are like, uh, you know, I, I need, I need, I need some grand plan or I, I need to make money from this, then I'll do it. Um, and, you know, like sometimes that's not the way basic research and, 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 and luck is formed. So um, I think you need to leave your life a little bit open to randomness. I love that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. There's so many times where it's like we feel pressured to have like a side hustle or turn our hobbies into side hustles and make them profitable. But I have to remind myself of that constantly that I don't have to do that. It also makes you a little bit boring if you don't have just like random explorations. And <laughs> yeah, you know, um, so I, I like I like that. And then a lot of people come to the settler gear, which is where you you know what you don't know. So you've discovered the thing that you really want to go after. Uh, you know it's there. You know there's a body of knowledge to to learn, and you don't have it yet. This is something that we're trained pretty well to do, just kind of growing up. You know, run up the learning curve of something that's already well mapped out by other people. Um, so you're still taking notes to self. You can put out notes to others as well. Sort of like the the classic example that I bring up is Amy Hoy's. Ruby on Rails cheat sheet. Everyone in Rails community uh, community refers to. So, like when you learn, take notes, but then make it presentable to someone with your brain and your background. And chances are, other people will come along and do that for you as well. I think that's that's a that's a really interesting example. The other concept that I tie this to is called open source knowledge. Like the idea that. Uh, instead of putting out single individual blog posts or, or tweets or whatever, uh, you have a code base or wiki or a, 
or markdown file that you that you keep coming back to and then you build up a base of knowledge that other people can benefit from and it's uh, and you can start to engage in slightly higher higher public commitment levels uh, so one of the popular ones is 100 days of code where you just do something daily uh, i think the daily cadence is really good uh, for those who with the with the time to be uh, able to commit to that because daily means your day is not done until you've done the thing and it, it links back to the no zero days uh, commitment thing that we started this whole podcast with <laughs> the the ways the way to like you know be uncomfortable and, and kind of push through that to to do something that you you know your body doesn't want to do but you've you've given yourself no choice but to do it and I think I think what's comfortable about this is that you're you're not chasing after something that is unknown like it's just there 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 are books there are courses there are workshops there are experts that you can sort of talk to and, and learn from and sooner or later if you just keep at it you're gonna get there right like it, it's a eventuality. Um, so that's the settler gear. Like you explored, now you want to settle in a place. That's how you settle, uh, and it's you can still do it in public. And you have something you've open sourced some knowledge over a few years, right? I do. Uh, so I was trying to I was trying to kind of link that to connector. You know, there there, there are no there are no hard boundaries to this thing. I think it's open source knowledge is a tactic. I should probably speak about that in this future episode. But I've also done a talk about it at Belgium JS. Uh, if anyone wants to look that up, it's on my site. But yeah, the the connector gear, the third gear is where you know things that others don't know. So it's more of a teaching mode. Settler gear was more of a learning mode, whereas the third gear is more of a teaching mode. And obviously, you know, that that whole trope about how when one teaches to learn, that's that's the Robert Heinlein quote that uh, Ali Spittle loves. Um, but I think it's really true. Like, actually, when you when you try to teach someone something that you just learned, the person that learns the most actually the person that teaches because you've realized how much you failed to absorb the first time around. Your output is now explicitly meant for others. I think connector gears also connect you know, people where they used to, where you used to be to where you, where you are now are. So you're kind of like laying, laying the tracks backwards in, in time. So you're connecting sort of people, you're connecting people to knowledge, you're connecting knowledge and knowledge. Um, so I, I think one of these, this gear is actually really good for the intersection of themes. So like React and TypeScript or like testing and CICD, whatever. Like the intersection of knowledge is is always something that's underexplored, and, and people are very interested in. Like there will there will be an infinity com- combination of domains uh, for which uh, you can be the, the the sole world expert in, and I think that's that's a pretty awesome place to be in. Here, I think you see it, most people who are sort of public figures do this a lot because it's easy. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of connection. There's like you know n squared connections to be done. <laughs> um, so there's moderate public commitment it's, instead of like daily streaks now you do you know chunked monthly things like uh, you prepare for a conference talk or you do a big workshop um, or you make a newsletter where like you're sort of building up a giant audience um, those those are the kind of things where like people start expecting more of you because you're trying to build a brand and build a domain uh, expertise through that you're also learning because you're just constantly teaching and constantly being at the center of all the information very powerful place to be in uh, if you don't know what you're going to specialize in which kind of leads us to the minor gear so the minor gear is kind of the fourth gear and and that's where you've kind of struck gold striking gold i think is a difficult concept for some but for me it's pretty obvious when you found something that is you're you're obsessed by that is important to other people and that is not well known enough or it's too hard to do there's just something on the edge of human endeavors or knowledge uh, that you're just that just becomes your obsession you, you then know you should you should start digging so basically with the minor gear 
you know, you dive deep into something that no one else knows or does uh, compared to everything else where you're kind of discovering the things that other people already know. Here, you're definitely on the edge of, of human knowledge and you're just kind of, just kind of digging digging deep. So I, I kind of think about how XKCD has, has one of these comics where when you when you do a PhD, you kind of like just push the, the boundary of human knowledge just, just that little bit. So miners, they kind of do research, they build community and they build infrastructure for that community so that everyone who comes after them uh, finds it a lot easier to, to go where they did. And you probably have one unifying theme to your work. You're no longer jumping around. You are just the guy or the girl for, for that one topic. Uh, and, you, and everyone comes to you instead of you sort of putting yourself out there and uh, reaching out to others. Everyone finds you eventually because you're the only person solving, working on this hard problem. So this is a very high commitment level. It's where you bet your career instead of doing sort of monthly and, and small commitments. Um, you're actually building a career in this. So those are the four levels. I love it. I kind of feel like I've definitely been at every point probably early on in my career, I was the explorer. And I think a few years ago when I tried to get into blockchain, it was definitely the minor because I was speaking at conferences and I wrote a book and that was really beneficial to my career. But I feel like I feel most comfortable as the connector. I think most people, that's, I think that should be a default gear for most people uh, because you, you definitely build your network and your expertise uh, at the same time. So uh, that's, a, that's a really good place to be in. Um, I think uh, me personally, I'm, I'm at a settler mode. Like I know that I want to learn AWS. I know that I want to learn how to build community and be an indie hacker. So that's where I am right now. But I'm I'm a minor in one aspect, which is this idea of learning in public. Like people know me for this. I've been doing this for two years. <laughs> uh, I have developed a, a whole range of philosophies on this thing, and it's great. Uh, so I, I'm just I intend to keep at it. Just to kind of wrap all of this up. The reason I, I call these gears instead of levels or, or some kind of, some kind of progression is this is this idea that there's no judgment in when you switch when you switch gears right like just like you're riding a bike if you want to go on a steep terrain you go for lower gear and if you want to go fast on a flat terrain you can go for higher gear and it's just you're switching your gears depending on what terrain you're on and what, what you want to do so i think that's the, the sort of value neutral uh, naming that i wanted to go after so pick it. your gears based on what you're trying to learn awesome thanks for listening everyone and let us know what you think in our google uh, form or on twitter talk to you next week Thanks for listening to Career Chats with Swix and Randall. If you have any feedback or questions, scroll to the bottom of the show notes for the link. If you like the podcast, make sure to tell a friend.